In our day and age, we're living in a time of gender misidentification, or what I would refer to as sex misidentification. Society around us is confusing masculine and feminine roles, sexes, and insisting that you can determine your own quote-unquote gender. We're confused on our roles in marriage and society, and what should even be included in those roles. In this episode, we discuss what is a man, both physiologically and the role that we're meant to fulfill, and five key aspects of biblical manhood. What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up, and there are no winners and losers, you must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline, the discipline of manliness. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode in the Discipline of Manliness podcast. I'm Colin Hornback, your host and founder of this show, if you are just tuning in for the first time. For those of you who are coming back again, it is great to have you guys back. Thanks for rejoining us for another episode this week. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode on killing complacency, and I hope that's been impactful for you and that you guys have seen successes this last week and just becoming more aware in the dangers around you, deficiencies that you might have, and how you are growing in those aspects. Before we get too deep in this episode, guys, it'll just remind you yet again to go in and leave me that rating and review, especially if you have been listening for a few episodes now. Please jump in there in your podcast platform and leave that rating and review so that I can be seeing how this is resonating. I can be so that I can be growing in my ability to present this podcast and so that other men can see the value that we are bringing. Also, don't forget to share this episode with your friends, your brothers, your buddies, whoever it is that you think might benefit from listening to this episode and this podcast as a whole and how to become the men that God made us to be. We are definitely going to be more effective with more men and more brothers around us all fighting that same fight and all working to the same end. So please share this episode or any of the other ones that have stood out to you guys and make sure that your buddies are listening to those as well. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what is a man. And it seems kind of crazy that I even need to get into this, but in the day and age that we live where what we'll call quote-unquote gender misidentification is so prevalent and people are, are confusing what men are, what women are, they're not even able to define them, and they're getting confused on our roles both in, in marriage, in society, and, and all of it. Uh, I just feel like it's important that we at least touch on this too and that you guys know exactly where I stand and how how I view this and the importance of getting this right so that we show up in the right way. So this whole episode, we're going to be talking mostly about what men are, what we are biblically, and uh, not just our physiological makeup, but what we're meant to do and how we're supposed to show up in our roles as men. Now, before we get too deep into this, let's clarify a few little semantics when I'm talking about a man, there's two different primary things that we could be talking about, and we'll distinguish those right now. One is the physiological makeup or the physical characteristics that make a man a man. It's that X and Y chromosome that we're given in our DNA from the point of conception, and that that is what determines our physiological makeup. And by any definition in any kind of species, the male is the one that carries the seed to fertilize the egg for procreation. So that is a necessity in being a man, but being a male does not make one automatically a man or or a good man. 
Now, the other thing that we can be talking about when we refer to a man is one who is truly a man or not just a male, but who's good at being a man, who's masculine, who knows how to show up, who knows how to lead himself. He is, this is defined ultimately by what we do. It's how we ultimately lead, how we care for those that are under our sphere of influence. It's the way that we provide value to the world around us. It's even the way how we care for ourselves emotionally, mentally, psychologically, physically, even our physical fitness will contribute to our definition of how we show up as a man. And it's all these various aspects that are going to work together. And the two are going to be very inextricable. You cannot ultimately be a man or a good man or be good at being a man without first being an adult male. It is important that we link those two things together and not separate them Um, That is where much of the world around us is getting confused. You cannot be a man by fulfilling the role and not be a man physiologically. Being an adult male is a prerequisite to being a man. You know, a boy should never be the man of the house because he has to fill that role because dad's away or maybe dad has passed away. I don't think we should ever put that kind of pressure on a young boy to step into the role that he's not yet prepared or been taught how to fulfill. Um, Nor can a woman jump into the role of being a man just because she also has to maybe step into that role. Because obviously there's a lot of men in this world who maybe don't fulfill that role that they're supposed to from a variety of reasons. Some might be just bad men and bad at being men by leaving their responsibilities to a wife and family, or maybe they've, they've left because of, of career. Again, a lot of guys that are in the military and they get deployed and that's not their fault. And they're not bad at being men by doing that. But there's a lot of reasons there can be a gap at home where a man is not physically present. And I would argue that a woman is not now being a man or being the man in the house just because she might have to step into that role for a time being. In fact, I think if we did call her a man just for stepping into that role, I think it would actually diminish her role as a woman. So I do think we have to be, again, very careful about how we're using terms and how we're defining them. But I'm going to define them the way the Bible does in Genesis 1, 26 through 27, where it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And this is where society ends up getting it so wrong because they think that as the clay, we have a right to tell the potter what he should have made us. But God is the ultimate authority. You know, he's the one who made us. He knit us together in our mother's wombs. And he made one design with a certain set of attributes. And he called that design male. And he made another design with a different set of attributes that he called female. He's the one who gets to define who is who and what is what. At the end of the day, this isn't my opinion. I'm not touting this because it's what I personally just believe in. I'm saying it because I see that God said it. And when he says it, I'm going to stand on it. And if you don't like ultimately what I'm saying, then I'm going to encourage you to take it up with God because I'm just reiterating what he said. So to sum up my first major point of this, you do have to be a male in order to step into the role of a man. 
And I would also maybe add to that and say you have to be an adult male to step into the role of a man. We shouldn't be trying to force you know young boys, like I said before, into that role too soon. But what does it mean to be a man or to act like a man? How should we be thinking about that when we hear you know man up or we hear you know hey act like a man? Well, if you guys have listened to this podcast from the beginning, you'll go back to those first you know, four or five episodes and you'll see a lot of my definition of masculinity and how I walk through those and define that. But I'm going to kind of touch back on those a bit here as well as um, the five kind of key attributes of biblical manhood. And really, I would actually go back in time if I could and I would probably break it out. I, I broke it out into four main topics, but I would probably change that to be five main topics. And I would start with that he should be pursuing God. You know, I kind of talk about that in the original episodes by saying you know, a man puts his faith first. And I'm encouraging you to have a relationship with Jesus Christ first and foremost. But I would probably break that off into its own segmented category of that he should be pursuing God. God ultimately made us, like I said before, he has a plan for our life and he knows exactly what he's designed us for. You know, even as men, while we have a lot of common roles that we're supposed to fill and we're supposed to do a lot of the same things ultimately as, as biblical men, but God has a specific you know plan for your life, just like he has one for mine. And those could look very different in application as far as, you know, like vocation or, or where we're supposed to be geographically or how we're supposed to add a you know particular value to the world around us. So there are different things for different men, but ultimately he knows what he's designed us for and we should be pursuing him first and foremost so that we can get to know him and get to know what he has for us. So first and foremost, in, in being a man or being good at being a man, we should be pursuing God. We also should be thinking about how a man leads himself how he ultimately governs his own thoughts, his own feelings, his emotions, again, his spiritual life as a whole and his walk with Christ. A man leads himself well. He manages his time well. He makes time for work and for relaxation. He, you know, he balances himself well and continuously improves himself so that he can best show up for the other people in life that he's serving. We should be thinking about his relationships. A man has a close circle of friends around him and is investing in other people to make them better as well. I would also argue we should be looking at physical fitness. I think, as I said in, in episode number five, that a man should be physically fit. You know, just go back to that you know introductory series on the definition of masculinity, and you'll hear more of my ideas on that and my argument for that. But I think a man should be physically fit. He should be a protector for his family, for his friends, and society. A man shouldn't tear down physically, emotionally, or spiritually. You know, but if you can show up in the smallest way in the physical sense, then you're probably doing something to show up in the more difficult ways too of the spiritual and emotional. I think we should also be thinking about how a man brings value to the world around him. You know, what value do you bring to your home, your family, your employer, and, and your work or your neighborhood and your community? Are you there as a leech just benefiting off the work and value of others? Or are you showing up and contributing value to the world around you? You know, And here's just a clarifying point too. Just don't mistake the value you bring to be the value that you're worth. You have inherent value just because you were made in the image of God. So don't think you have to accomplish something to, to be worth something. 
But as a man made in God's image, you should want to reflect that image well. And I think that does include bringing value and order and structure to the world around you. So I'm not saying that your value is based on what you do. I think your value is based on the fact that you exist and God created you with value. But I think you should want to bring additional value to the world around you in order to be good at being a man. And then finally in here are these five aspects of biblical manhood. And I looked this up on gotquestions.org cuz I wanted to see what they might have listed for what, you know, what is it? What is a man? And it said biblical manhood can be boiled down to five basic principles which each man is expected to conform to. These are one, humility before his God, two, control of his appetites, three, protecting his family, four, providing for his family, and five, leading his family. Men who fail to meet these expectations are not behaving as quote-unquote men, biblically speaking, but as something less noble. So again, these are five key attributes of what it means to be a man. And I think as you listen to those, humility before God, controlling appetites, protecting, providing, leading, I think you'll look at those things and see that many of what they're describing are the same things I'm going to communicate to you in in my you know four or five attributes of what I would say being a man is all about. Again, might be slightly different orders, but still ultimately the same thing. It's it's about how we're leading ourselves. It's about how we're serving others and how we're connecting with others and even how we're taking care of ourselves because we can't be good at protecting our families if we're not physically capable to do so. So these are, again, many of the attributes and aspects that I would look at in determining what a man is. First and foremost, is he anatomically the correct sex? Is he a male and not just a male, but an adult male? And then what is he doing in his role as a man? Again, is he showing up and pursuing God? Is he leading himself? Is he building relationships? Is he caring for himself in the physical fitness areas? And is he bringing and providing value to the world around him? You know, these are ultimately, again, the things that we're going to look at more and more depth throughout the show. But these are the ways that I would define what a man is. Is Again, these are tied together, these two, two sides of it. There's your anatomical makeup, and then there's what you do and the role that you're meant to fulfill as a man. So put those things together, and that's what a man is. You can't have one without the other. They're inextricably linked. So just to clarify, again, my stance on this topic and this confusion that we see in the world around us, I just want you guys to know where I stand, what I believe in, and that I don't think that in any way we can try to call a woman a man or even call a boy a man. A a boy is a boy, a girl is a girl, a woman is a woman, and a man is a man. And that is based on our physiological makeup that God gave us right from the beginning. And then it is about what we do and how we show up to fulfill the role that God designed for us. And that's the stuff that we can always be getting better at. You know, we are born one way, you know, it's either male or female. God created them. He, he decides which one we're going to be born as. And then it's up to us to pursue excellence in the variety of aspects that we're meant to pursue in that role. Again, this isn't left for discussion, for debate, or for us to try to fight God on to determine that we should have been something different than what we are. So this is why, again, we even have this podcast 
is I'm trying to get better in the way I jump into my role as a man and how I fulfill my masculinity in this life to the best of my ability and that I don't become complacent like we talked about last week and I don't get stagnant and I don't get just caught up with the again day-to-day small things that don't ultimately matter or have eternal value. This is the stuff that I'm trying to get better at and that I want to bring to you so that you can also be getting better at so that you can push me and, and encourage me to get better. And I want to encourage all of you that you guys absolutely do. When you guys reach out and tell me what this show meant to you and, and you encourage me with that I challenged your thinking, that I encouraged you to get better at something, I mean, guys, that challenges me. And when I am tempted to slack off in a certain aspect or I get upset about a situation and I'm tempted to handle it wrong, I think back on things I've told you guys in this podcast. And because I know that you guys know what I believe in and what I stand for, it challenges me to get better and to handle that situation in the right way and show up as a man like I should. So just want you guys to know how much you guys are challenging me and pushing me and getting me to be the man that God designed for me to be. And that's what I want to be doing for you as well. And even though, again, this is over the airwaves, just know that I would be encouraging you guys the same way to your face as I am right now. So again, let's make sure that we are linking up with each other via not just a podcast and a one-way communication, but link up with me so that we can have a dialogue and a discussion. You know, you guys can reach out to me. My Gmail is disciplineofmanliness at gmail.com. You guys can reach out to me anytime there with either podcast ideas uh, feedback, you know, questions, whatever you have, you can reach out to me there. I do also have the Instagram handle discipline of manliness. So reach out to me there and you guys can check out stuff there as well. I'll be posting up uh, episodes so that you guys can see those there and be following along with me. I'm also at Colin.hornback. I've been a lot more active there, but I, I do have both those handles. So be sure to reach out to me guys. Let me know what this is prompting in you, what it's encouraging you in and how we can be showing up together to become the men that God created us to be. Again, don't forget to go in and leave that rating and review in the podcast platforms you guys have, and definitely be sending out these episodes to your friends, your brothers, your dad, again, whoever it is that you think would benefit from this podcast. Until next week, guys, keep practicing the discipline of manliness.